Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of Basement Banter. This week, I'm do- uh, joined by Dan Jaharab. Bloody hell, mate. What the fuck is up? <laughs> finally, finally, another guest back in the studio after it feels like months at this point. But um, actually, I think the last time I had some on, we were talking about sports. And it just so happens that uh, New York City in recent news has been blackballing yet again their high school's uh, for their spring sports. So I thought me and Dan actually funny enough were talking about uh, coming on and talking about high school sports anyway. Then in light of this news, I knew that we had to do it. Just worked out the, uh, the way it was. Yeah, exactly. So um, we wanted to talk about high school sports, uh, not necessarily just uh, us tooting our own horns back the in the back yeah, days. <laughs> back in the day when I walked around my varsity jacket. Uh, Those that, were hella uh, warm, though, the varsity jackets, just have to say. Probably that, the best jacket I've ever worn, and I wish it was acceptable to wear post-high school. But I was going to say that, actually, now that you bring that up. I like... I used to think that all the time. Like, it was like people would get judged in college if you're walking. You can't do it. Can't. You can't do it. But at the same time, nothing was better than when I was going to school in high school and I would have on the varsity uh, jacket. I'm sure anyone who had a varsity jacket could attest to this, whether you're so warm. There I was. Just, do you it, remember the people that had the fake varsity jackets, though? It oh wasn't. Wait, there even, was like two versions. It was right? like a swishy kind of yeah. one of those jackets. That isn't. You have to have that yeah. real. I don't even know what even material it it's is. It's like leather and velvet or something. As I say, it feels like something like when you like like have uh, like the bottom of a uh, one of those yeah like a velvet thing that you press. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but I, I'm trying to. Th- I'm thinking of Wolf of Wall Street when they take the uh, little people and throw them at the wall. Velcro. Velcro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it feels like the other side of the Velcro, which is the velvet. Ah, where yes, you, you yeah. stick it on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, varsity jackets actually were extremely comfortable, and I because they were so heavy, they had the leather on the arms. So if you spilled something on your arms, you still would be no fine. big deal. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, kind of a little bit of a sneak brag because then you walk around school and it's like, oh, here's a varsity. Oh athlete. yeah, look have at this all, jacket I got. And the more, uh, it's like uh, biker gangs or something. The more patches <laughs> more you bad. had, the more the more respect the you more got. The more clout you had in the the halls of the school. Yeah, not that uh, Baquana. I just exposed my location. Whatever. <laughs> Still got a couple hundred houses to find me, um, <laughs> or condos. Um, <laughs> um, just had to throw that out there. Yeah, um, but it isn't like it was the biggest high school in the world. So uh, it isn't like the, it wasn't like anyone knew who you were anyway. But yeah, literally. Um, but it was the thing is that now that we're talking about this, though, I feel like. Uh, it's messed up because there are schools in New York City that are allowing. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other. It's a global issue right now. It isn't like just New York City's facing this. Um, if you're sending the kids back to school and they have to go in and have their classes anyway, what's the difference of them having team sports? If anything, it would be better for them. Because um, to me personally, I think it's it's bad. The fact that you can't have these interactions with people to begin with when you're people who are in high school and in middle school, elementary school. You're supposed to be having these face-to-face interactions with your friends. It's how you like socially develop. Exactly. That's what I mean. It isn't just like, uh, oh man, my men's basketball league got canceled. Shoot. Like I'll live. I've already established my social group. I already have that, all of those skills. Um, but with sports in, uh, 
sports in high school uh, specifically, you have to. It's really where you are on your own with that stuff. Mm-hmm. It isn't like when you're in uh, like rec sports where your parents drive you and uh, you go to they drive you to practice and drop you off, and then the coaches are just more of people that are just teachers rather than coaches. Once you get to high school, it's really up to you to um, have structure, have discipline, go and do these things. And the fact that you're not having these kids do that now and just sending them home from school that you force them to go to anyway, just to sit and stare at their phone for the next couple hours of their night is just very counterintuitive for the whole point of the whole education system that the sports are played under yeah no it makes no sense to me why why wouldn't they just have sports if you have the kids back in school yeah because well yeah because if you're sending them back anyway there's just if anything they're more at risk with the whole wide array of people because chances are half the kids that they're hanging out with uh in the hallways are hanging out with outside of school where these supposed risks are uh, they're probably going to be with that practice anyway. So it, yeah, they're with their whole friend group on the sports team every day. It's like that that's the people they see every day. So that's probably lower risk than like, yeah. normal. Yeah. And then you, I don't know. And then you have, uh, I, I, I just don't understand it because then it isn't like a lot of these sports. I get wrestling. Wrestling's a lot of on top of each other, a lot of you know sweating on another person or the other like breathing right in their face that's one thing uh but especially now going into the spring you have baseball where no one's even within like a hundred feet of each other even if baseball is like it was the best covid sport before covid even was a thing yeah no i agree with that you're just so far away from each other to begin with in that sport i feel like winter sports maybe a little bit makes some more sense like even basketball i know you said wrestling but basketball too like there's you're it's pretty close quarters you know contact sport but anything outside baseball track uh tennis any of those sports like why not tennis is even far away you're on a whole different side of the court from the track the whole point of track is to get as far away from the people around you as possible so i mean and you're once again you're outside, and they've already established that if you're outside, your chances of getting exposed are like third, like cutting a third or fourth or whatever. It's it's like microscopic or like I don't even know a lot exponentially less likely, exponentially less likely for you. Um, once again, like you said with this winter sports, um, you're that's a lot like more dicey especially in the winter the cases were kind of getting kind of funky there's a saying that it was ticking mm-hmm. up or ticking down or whatever so you parents didn't really want to do it i did see some uh some places around the country they did have uh recreational basketball some places did have high school basketball they just didn't have the parents go which really which you fine. could live just, with yeah let them play the sport at least exactly because then you're still having practice you're still building that team bonding and stuff and i think that if you really instead of just outright canceling it you could have really just planned better yeah you know because how they do it and not that it's easy to have kids kind of isolate themselves from everyone but if you tested the kids like once a week or something and sign a form 
and then like I don't know. I'm just spitballing here that if like there's something there was, they there was something that they there's could have something. at least taken a stab at. Some places didn't even have a chance. They were kiboshed off the bat. Spring sports, I think, around here are almost as dead to rights too, um, because. I don't know. They just like, people aren't comfortable yet. Uh, I don't get it. They got the vaccine rolling out too now. It's like then they said they said uh, the president of the United States said everyone should be able to be vaccinated by May. That's spring. That's what spring I mean. It's spring sports. And get them going. not only that, they said that kids kids are a lot less likely to be carrying the disease. I mean, high school. Yeah. I guess it's it's a little different, but still. Um, I don't know. Like it just, I don't I don't think that it, like they got through the whole football soccer season fine. Yeah, no real issues at least none that I've heard of. They had like there was certain points where a team wouldn't be able to go to a game or something, which but is you, fine. You skip a week. But oh well. The thing is is that these kids still have the opportunity to go in. Still have the opportunity to talk practice, to practice, be part of the team, all that good stuff. Yeah, because it isn't like have co- some structure to their day. Yeah, and it isn't like in in college where they get that extra year of eligibility or something. After that, they're off to they're off to whatever to college, and they're off to different parts of their mm-hmm. life where they're not going to be playing these sports. And um, which call it? I just lost my train of thought. Uh, no, so and on top of that, you have some kid that was a sophomore last football season, and now he's going to be coming in a senior, and it's going to be like, all right, uh, you're up, or some kid's going to be coming in to play baseball. He missed his junior season. Now all of a sudden, he's a senior. He lost all of that time for recruiting. Big experience and, gap right there, and yeah, for recruiting too. All those kids missing out on a whole year of potential, like showing off your skills to scouts and all that shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, and it stinks because there are places in the country that are opened up. There's places in the country where you can go and do these things. Uh, so it's really just a shame that, especially in New York City, one of the biggest hubs of sports and stuff, and on top of that, one of the most, like, there's nothing to do in New York City. It's just concrete it, concrete it, jungle it, it isn't like uh it, like everything's so cubed up and everything it isn't uh it isn't like you're in suburbia where oh darn uh can't play sports but i can still go out in my yard and practice basketball or yeah. i can still go into my yard and uh, even practice. having a yard there's no yards in new york city I mean, there's, like, there's parks but the parks are closed yeah. the park, you're not allowed to go to these places because then it's a it's a health, public health risk um, and on top of that, it, it's it's unsupervised most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna have some kid that's a freshman in high school. You don't want to send him down to the the park by himself. You know, there's it isn't like it's just uh, going to the high school gym and practicing with your teammates and coaches and everything. You're going and you don't know who's gonna end up coming onto the basketball court when they when your kid's there. Or they yeah, no, I I agree. It's a lot. I think it's just a. It makes a lot more sense to ha- be able to control these situations and put these kids in safe environments, uh, because it isn't just COVID that could get them. You know, there's things that other happen dangers all the time. out there, uh, especially in New York. That's a big ass city. There's a lot of a lot of strange people out there in New York. Yeah, you always see on uh, you see like on a serial killer shows or something. Always, I feel like half of them are from New York City. Um, a lot of them give them their own shows, like CSI New York, got, got their own, <laughs> yeah, the, got its own spinoff from uh, all that crime. And w- or what's it? Uh, Blue Bloods is a New York yeah. cop show about everyone people getting murdered and everything. Um, there actually was one about 
some kid on a high school basketball team who murdered the star player because he was jealous of him. <laughs> so, I mean, granted, that's not really helping my case here for high, <laughs> yeah. school, high school sports, but I think it happened in the park or something. But There you go, the park. Um, no, yeah, but just the, to that point is that uh, I think we really were talking about that in the beginning and we just made it like a circle, but uh, it's it's not only important for just socializing and everything, but it's also a lot safer to put these kids in, have some control over it. And you would think the schools, I understand it's a big liability to pack people into a basketball court or to pack people into the football field or pack kids into a bus to bring them to another school. Uh, but at the same time, it's like the lesser of two evils because then they at least have somewhere where you know that they're going to be uh, d- kind of not disciplined, but they're going to be in some safe environment uh, with people who are uh, employees of your school. who So, you know, they won't be getting into trouble uh, versus you just go, all right, no sports uh, after school at five o'clock or after school at two o'clock, you're on your own. Because uh, it isn't uh, a perfect world where everyone's parents work until whatever, whatever time or working from home where all of a sudden they could go and be with their kid. A lot of times people don't get out to work till five and they can't have some uh, some caretaker or some babysitter or a nanny or au pair or whatever you want. A lot of good words for a babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> Flex <laughs> but, the vocab. But you can't. It isn't like you could just have every single family has access to that. You're going to say, all right, uh, Johnny, see you later. You're going to send him home from school and his mom's going to be working at the diner until uh, 730 at night. He's got five hours to go do whatever the fuck he wants. Exactly. And not only that, he might, you know, it's not safe to have some kids sitting at home alone for Mm -hmm. that long. Yeah, At least there's some structure and control if you have it in the school. With people like supervision and all that shit. And so. they're getting something out of it instead of sending some kid home to just go into his room and be on his phone for however many hours or to go and play Xbox for however long. I mean, at least that's a little socializing, but still, it's a lot different than exercise, regiment, discipline, education. And even being face to face with someone, just talking to people rather than like texting or talking over an Xbox chat. It's just well, different, you know? And that's, that's the thing with me too because, uh, that's like with with work, which is a whole other podcast in its own, probably. Um, it's it's a lot harder to get things accomplished because I, I know my cousin, a couple of my cousins were playing, are high school football players, and their whole summer practices, they weren't with the teams. They were working out on their own. They would have a workout schedule, then they would have Zoom meetings with their coaches. That's a lot harder to... Because I I wouldn't want to do that. We've if, both yeah. played football, and we know that it's a lot easier to be able to actually go into the huddle with your teammates, go out onto the field, and then go and do what you're supposed to do on the play. Then if you're wrong, the coach comes up to you and says, oh, no, you should be going here, or you should go in that, and actually physically being pushed into the right direction, opposed to if you're on the you know Zoom call. Um, How do you even run a play? Like you can't even practice. There's well, no chemistry I, building. I think it's just all uh, digitally, where they would put up the sc- put up like a slideshow of it, but show like everyone where everyone goes. You know, like I we got playbooks in high school. It isn't like I was sitting there. I mean, you, in a perfect world, every kid would be sitting there flipping through the playbook, taking notes and everything. Mm. You just don't have the time in high school because, on top of 
these practices and everything, there's actual school. Yeah. <laughs> so you have homework, you have all these other things, other responsibilities that you have. Some kids have work after practice. Um, so there's a lot more on people's plates and sitting down and studying their playbook. And on top of that, so if you're sitting there and the things going on in your screen, you're not looking at the screen the whole time. You're on your phone. You, you got to like run through the plays in person, I feel like, to really know it. Uh, that's like, I mean, like you're not going to learn it from watching the Zoom where they're going. You got to fucking do it in person. Even, and you won't even watch the Zoom half the time. Yeah. I mean, when I'm I'm a grown man and I am I have stuff, uh, not necessarily just for work, but if like you're talking to someone on Zoom or talking to someone on FaceTime or talking to someone on the phone, your mind's not always laser focused in mm-hmm. on that. You're wondering about, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? Then you're on your on your uh, texting someone, texting or like, someone or on Twitter or Instagram or something else when you're supposed to be all in focus. So then comes time to actually play. No one has the chemistry with each other mm-hmm. because that's a whole big factor, too. You have to be able in any sport, you need to be able to know your teammates and know their tendencies. Basketball, you know, when you're playing and playing in practice and passing the ball around, you know, when someone's going to cut or, you know, when this kid likes to be in this spot, get on the ball um, or like lacrosse or wherever, you know, your teammates like certain Just, yeah, spots. Team chemistry, you got you to build that. You know, this kid struggles at this point or uh, this kid, if he's against bigger players, will have a harder time or this kid when... He's up to bat. He likes to hit it this way, so I want to move towards this way more. Mm-hmm. I want to. It's hard to learn when it's just all X's and O's, or it's hard when it's just voices behind screens. It doesn't make it personal for you. Yeah, you got to have that human interaction to really drive it into the brain, bring that shit home. There's just no way you can. I couldn't even imagine trying to like learn throughout high school football everything that we did over a screen. Like, we had kids who still didn't get the plays right after going through it all. Like, imagine trying to do it on the screen. Right. And then, uh, whatchamacallit, what was I going to say? Um, we had a, there's enough, like, social, uh, socialization currently. You know, it's, it's hard as it is to get kids to interact with each other because it's so easy just to be on your phone and text someone versus, uh, going and actually socializing with friends. Or it's a lot easier just to, you know, whatever, go on Xbox and talk to these kids virtually than having them having nothing else to do. So then you go over your friend's house or you have nothing to do. So then you go and do a a sport if you didn't do one already. There's so many. It's so hard just to get everyone just to meet face to face Mm -hmm. as is. And then now you're kind of forcing them to just isolate themselves. And it just is not good. And as we touched on earlier, just as uh, just I don't know, it's just rough. You know, yeah, I mean everything's digital now, so it's like that's like the one thing they had that was in person. Still, you know, it's that like that was like the one real thing. Because like, even us, when we were in high school, it was already at that point where it isn't like all right. Because uh, I feel like when our parents were in high school, it wasn't. It was you either played sports or you were in a club or you worked or you did something. Now it's you could play a sport, but you also could go home and play Xbox, or you could work. Mm-hmm. Or you could do some bullshit online. <laughs> I don't even know what the how to describe it. I, I don't even think half of the people here would understand if I tried to explain to them that like you could like have something in a of computer an algorithm 
get something for you and then you just sell it for an obnoxious amount more because <laughs> not everyone is as fortunate as you to have to have this device to like let me all right, let me let me give you a real world example because half of you are going Ryan what the hell are you talking about yeah break it down for us yes. Ryan so I was trying to get an Xbox for a long time shout out Colleen because Colleen hooked it up and my cousin Colleen and got me the Xbox series actually was able to find one you cannot get it anywhere. For anyone who knows about gaming consoles, you cannot find them anywhere. Yeah, I'm on and, the hunt for one right now. And the big reason is because there is people out there who are in high school probably because there is no sports, so they just spend their time doing this, um, have bots and have other things where they go and they buy uh, like an Xbox or they buy shoes or they buy this, and then they sell it for a much higher price because you can't get it anymore Like even if you wanted to. The average price of an Xbox was like eight hundred dollars. I think it still for what, is four ninety nine. And the yeah, and I Retail? paid I paid like five hundred something with tax, and it's just impossible now. But like that's a way that kids could get money. There's a lot of like I don't know. There's weird ways you could get money. Like it's uh, a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> that's very insane. yeah. But like you get what I mean. Like there's I don't know. There's people all the time doing weird shit online uh mining cryptocurrency or doing fucking uh streaming themselves gaming yeah literally um it's a different world we live in now back then it was like youtube one, like, yeah. there's a kid who's like eight years old that makes millions of dollars i mean this is very bad for our thing saying kids should be playing sports saying that you can yeah. make a million dollars doing whatever the fuck they're but I mean, that's a whole conversation for another. Time. Yeah, there's people out there that are do nothing on their YouTubes. There's someone I've literally seen. This is off topic, but I mean, we're off topic anyway. Have you seen the videos of the people that do streams of them sleeping? No, I have not. So <laughs> this is what people do. So people have uh, people for some reason. I don't know why. Why people tune into this? But you could sleep, or not that you could sleep, but they they sleep. And they set up their I, – I don't know if it's on purpose or that's the only way you get people in. I'm sure that's the only way you get people to watch you sleep. They get <laughs> – which is creepy. Um, they have their Alexa next to them, and then they'll sleep. So the only way that you could tell the Alexa to do something is if you leave a tip. So people will leave like $1, $2, $3, and they'll be like, Alexa, order 900 iPhones, and the people just cancel it anyway. But they end up – people want to – F with the person so they pay money and you you make like ten thousand dollars for a couple hours of sleep because people are trying to screw with you but you'll never be able to screw with the person anyway um what a except, world do we live in except the one time i think someone actually did get like endangered because uh the, someone said how much sleep videos are you watching no i, I think timmy burklow of course timmy burklow <laughs> sent me a video the one time of some guy sleeping and the person said alexa uh read my home address and alexa read the guy's home address Ooh, so that was that's good. not good <laughs> but i kind of like that kind of stuff i like when people uh like get like swatted like i like those kind of youtube videos where stuff goes horribly wrong i like the one where the the one channel where the guy lets himself get stung by like the the <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, worst yeah. uh insects in that's the world. what i mean but you could make money off of that too yeah you just the gotta guy, find a stupid idea he put the uh, yeah he, uh what's his name uh coyote peterson on youtube he gets stung by the most painful things you could think of he's got bitten by snapping turtles he's gotten stung by like the friggin' murder hornets yeah 
he's a he's an absolute lunatic and then he like seizes because of the pain and venom coursing through his body and like we just watch and it's just entertaining it's for our enjoyment it's horrible all that pain imagine telling people like like our grandparents age and being like like sitting there and explain to them no 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 this is funny this is funny grandma grandpa here's <laughs> this guy getting stung in the the jugular by a uh a, a cow killing hornet what it's like oh this guy electrocuted himself on purpose like oh yeah it's a, that's just how it is but um i don't even know how this pertained to high school sports we got off topic a little bit. we did get off topic um Oh no no because then like you could you don't even need to be interacting with people now to be able to do these things and um it's just a shame uh I remember like like not that we were in high school like like decades ago but we were in high school like a while ago now to the mm-hmm. point where um Lauren Burklow actually the I guess the YouTube family now the the Burklows uh, it was TikTok but it was kids posting stuff like some kid that's like I don't know, like in their middle school or high school now, posting that she was going through vi- pictures of her sister in high school. And it was like class of 2015. And she's like, I'm so jealous of my sister in high school. And it was just us doing like normal things. But that's just how far off the reservation things have gotten now. That's where a, it's only been five years and that's or five, six years six or seven. And years it's so like, different now, though. Yeah, and but that's the thing, and people are always on their phones now. It's it's so different. Sp- high school sports when we were younger, we had no idea who any of the kids on the other teams were. Mm-hmm. Now these kids in high school know the like the kids that they're playing against. Uh, I remember my cousin the one time like was talking to me about something, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I have that kid on Snapchat." It's like I'm like, how, that how do I, yeah. I was like, "How do you know him?" He's like, "I don't." But, like, that's the thing. Now you, like, know all these kids' personal lives. Uh, Like, the funny thing was when we were in high school, the the way that we would get in our opponents' heads. Now, I don't know if this is a a widely practiced thing or is really just, like, a few of us. uh, Going on max preps and finding out their names. Then you go on their Facebook and find or out Instagram. people. Yeah, find out their a, girlfriend's name. Or their parents' names. And then you start shouting them out at them. And then they're like, wait, what? Like, I had no relationship with the kid I was playing against mm-hmm. from another town. I would just, like, it's, I feel like it makes it, like, less fun. What do you mean? Like, if you know the kids you're playing against. Yeah, no. You know, like, if I was, like, say, like, me and you were on opposite football teams, it wouldn't be as fun. And you're friends with them. It's like, oh, hey, like, like, oh, Dan, Dan had a 20-yard run. Like, nice, but darn. Yeah, right. Now I'm like, I'm going to break that kid's fucking legs. (laughs) Like, but now they know them. Now everyone knows all of their opponents, and it's absurd. And Like, I don't get it. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um yeah, we just use that for trash talk. That's, for, that's all we used it for. For mental mind games. That's all it's about. Guerrilla warfare. My favorite moment ever. I'll give a little excerpt real quick. Um, when we got a mom kicked out of a high school varsity basketball game for chanting her name over and over. One of the players' moms flipped us off. Well, we got, we got a, I think a coach fired because he said that he was going to yeah. punch us in the face because we said his name. We were good at that, that type of stuff. Yeah, but that, that's like... I don't even know. Now it seems like we're almost 
being explaining reasons why you should not be allowed to do yeah. high school sports. Um, but even but it's just so different. Like now everyone's trapped inside on their phones, on their Xbox, not doing anything. It was so fun when we were in high school and we would have games. And then after the games, you'd go out and you'd go and hang out with your friends. Maybe do some. Maybe do a little illegal drinking. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I mean, dude, like Friday nights, people would be like, at least for us, it'd be like, oh, what are you doing? We're going to the football game. Like that was the thing to do, you know? Yeah, but not only that, but then when you're like with your teammates, and then the game's over. Oh, you want? What do you want to do? Oh, we could all go to my house and have some beers mm-hmm. in the backyard, or we could go here and stuff. And it was fun. It was a lot of like, I don't know. Then you end up hanging out with kids you would never hang out with otherwise. There's a lot of kids on my football team that would be like, like I would probably not in a million years hang out with. Um, but because you played football with but them, beca- yeah. But because I played friends. football with them, I'll still see them out now, and it's like cool. Like, oh hey, how you doing? It's like, but then that's I don't know. I feel like that's good for like people. It's you give you get different aspects, different like I don't know, like different uh, views of this, like something that would seem very. Uh, one-dimensional like being able to actually get different uh, like looks at people's lives and get to see Mm -hmm. them in a different light and stuff whereas when you're in high school you're walking down the hallway you see some kid you don't like really know or don't care to know whatever you walk past them but then when you're on a sports team with them you're forced to get to know them and then you have you see them in a whole different light yeah you you make friends with them you bond with them you make friends with them you make friends with their friends or you at least get to know their friends and you can make your judgments if you like them or not but then you're kind of forced into these situations where you'd be friends with people that you wouldn't normally be friends with and then that is seems like something that you would want in today's world where everyone is so uh insistent on like everyone coming together but yet it's very polar opposites mm-hmm. whereas when you have these high school sports you have the ability to get together with people that you wouldn't usually be with and especially in like a city like new york city uh you have these kids coming from all different parts of the city to play at these different schools and you get a better understanding of their different personal lives and their different family situations or home lives or whatever is going on I mean, you, you would, said it's it's you know you made a lot of different people like you become friends with you didn't people who you didn't want to or not didn't want to but like didn't think you would. I mean, like a lot of our core group of friends played football. It's just like how you meet people and how you interact with people, and you know, with taking that away is probably detrimental to right and especially social lives, especially with us with uh, like track and field. There's a lot of kids I would have like there's ha- all the kids yeah. on track and field. I had never spoken a word to before. Like, I mean, I probably had very bare minimum in class, but especially now that you're not in class, if you had the ability to go out onto the field and get to know these mm-hmm. kids, it's fun. And it's good for you too to get yourself to find out about new things, uh, get to know new people. And it's, I don't know. You, it's it's just fun not having the same group of friends from when you're in elementary school, or like or even like your regular friends on like Friday, Saturday night. It's like oh, you go to a track practice, you hang out with some different people, you make some friends that you never would have thought, and like you have some time with them. It's all fun. And then you go hang out with your other friends. It's just like a nice change up, you yeah, know. Like you have your basketball season where all right, I'm gonna go hang out with my basketball yeah. friends, or oh. Uh, I'm with my basketball friends. Could some of the kids that played football come over? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's just a good way to kind of mix things up a little bit. And it was just a lot more exciting. And I don't know. It was like built-in friends. And it was just, I don't know. I I had a lot of fun with high school sports. And then Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like 
I learned a lot about a lot of different random things. And yeah. Like funny enough, we were talking today, uh, like for dinner, we had matzo ball soup. Or my mom had matzo ball soup, and she was like, "Oh, I don't know if this is really considered like bread or something." I'm like, "No, it's a it's cracker." Not. We know, and we I know, know that. that. Shout out K Flood, Flood with the uh, the matzo balls, but like, I mean, that's a very random one, Ryan. Are you that excited about learning about matzo? Matzo is actually pretty good. It's like big unsalted saltines. But they were pretty delicious. Eating those, yeah, we were we get excited every year <laughs> for the matzo balls. I mean, uh, Kevin Flood would go to the supermarket and get like come ten, back with sheets of sheets it's like of ten, matzo. It's like ten cent boxes of matzo, and we got it for the low low. Them. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean that's yeah that was absurd. But now that we're but like actually, that was awesome, you know that was good times. And yeah. you you wouldn't have had that without high school sports if we if we weren't able to go out and do track and field then we would have never you know met a lot of those kids and we were forced we were forced to get to know them because uh you'd have those saturday meets i mean especially now with track season they have you have those meets where you go for the whole day the whole saturday those were the worst they're the worst <laughs> but you get to know kids that you normally wouldn't yeah, be with very true otherwise there's kids that would be home playing xbox or kids that would be Doing whatever, but yeah, you're spending TikTok that's six or seven hours of your Saturday, um, hanging out with the track people. So you're gonna get to know them. Get some vitamin C in the sun. Vitamin D. Vitamin D. Sunny D. Shout out. Ah, Sunny D. I remember. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, actually, oh man, that one was because it was the power of the sun, and it was literally a, a sun exploding into an orange. Or an orange juice exploding into like a like a supernova or whatever the fuck it was those commercials. Uh, I haven't had Sunny D in a while, and I kind of want it's probably some. like banned now. It looked like it was <laughs> yeah. like straight up like toxic syrup. It was so good. It was actually kind of funny. Um, this might be pretty damning. I was gonna say when uh, in high school when remember when we had uh, the water coolers. And uh, everyone got sick the one time because uh, it was like cold season and everyone ended up getting a cold. Oh, yeah, because like it wasn't washed out enough for some shit. Yeah. I mean, that's really damning for our whole podcast conversation. But that oh, was, yeah, that, I don't know. I don't know why that. Oh, because we we're talking about drinking weird things. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, mean, that's that's happens. not that's not the kids fault. It's the people who are fucking not washing it out well enough, which I think was our responsibility, which makes no sense. You're going to leave a freshman responsible yeah. for making sure that everything's sanitized for it. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm a 14 year old kid. Oh, make sure you sanitize the, the drink make sure buckets. you wash those yeah, out before sure. you fill Got up you, with coach. water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. perfect. Squirt fill a little, up with sink water. a little bit of water and then yeah. dump it out and then you're good to go again. You, you, yeah. think, you think I'm standing over the sink slaving away, scrubbing out all yeah. the... <laughs> Let me get right to that, coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fred, like, oh, you have 10 minutes before practice. Oh, by the way, scrub this out. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Just what I'm going to do. Um, But yeah, no, no, it's just... I don't know. I think it's just a whole array of things. And then on top of that... um. I don't know, kind of just to send, send things home here. Uh, I feel like it's also a good way to like for like opportunities after high school or stuff because there's a lot a lot of the times you make a lot of good connections through your coaches as well, um, or you know you could call back to those relationships later on in life, like coaching football. And then I eventually coached football because uh, they didn't have a coach. Granted, this would probably would have came in handy maybe another 10 years from now when I should be coaching like with mm-hmm. my kids, my imagine my fictional kids 
with my fictional wife. <laughs> but, um, you know, like just being able to have the conversations with your coaches then. Uh, like Coach Trost, I hadn't, you know, I hadn't seen in a couple of years, but then I started coaching again. And it was cool just to be able to go and meet with your coach again and uh, like be like kind of learn then how to coach. And I think it's just like a good, I don't know, just like I feel like it's good to be coached. You know, I mean, everyone, you learn, everyone, everyone's very afraid now to get hands on with kids because they don't want them. Oh, don't be too mean with him. Mm -hmm. It's good. Cause you know what? You're gonna go your your little kid who's oh we're not too mean to him. We're not too mean to him when they're younger. We're not too mean with them in, in high school sports. Be nice to the kids. All of a sudden they get to their job as a day trader and the their boss is like, What the fuck are you mm -hmm. doing? You stupid idiot and they get a phone thrown at them. You know, then their mom comes in and goes, Oh, you gotta be nice. The guy's gonna punch his mom in the face and be <laughs> like, I'm hopped up off of Adderall and I have 20 million dollars in this stock get the fuck out of my face throw a glass at the wall yeah chug water <laughs> chug a sunny ah. day throw it at the wall <laughs> power of the sun baby now clean it up <laughs> yeah exactly so that's gonna happen like, it's just good to be able to get coached and be like have these experiences and it's good to get a kick in the butt every now and then. Yeah, you learn life lessons about through it. Getting coached and making mistakes and I mean, you just grow like growing up on a team, you, you learn a lot of good things from it. Exactly. Then you take that knowledge and you pass it on to the next group of kids. Not every kid is lucky enough to have a father or a mother. So being able to have that relationship with a coach is a, a father figure of some sort. Exactly. Yeah. Is not is not necessarily or a mother figure. Yeah. It's not necessarily a, a, a like the same thing but it's still a good role model mm -hmm. most of the time some coaches are assholes but most of the time it's a good person to look up to some coaches like to take showers with little boys <laughs> Yo. Jerry, Jerry Sandusky <laughs> yeah but that's that's different <laughs> I just had to throw that out there oh my god is he dead yeah he died in prison did he Jerry Sandusky yeah damn good yeah yeah <laughs> Smoking that metaphorically uh, spitting on him, metaphorically smoking that Sandusky pack. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I, that completely just threw me off. Sorry, I don't know why <laughs> I had to throw that out there. But for the most, uh, yeah, for, for the most part, it, like coaches are someone good to look up to, good to learn stuff from, and then you could take that and pass it on. Uh, not only that, but they push you to your limits to, to help you overcome adversity. To be your uh, best. Exactly. If you're not pushed to be your best all the time and then all of a sudden you're put in a job, you won't have any aspirations. Or not only that, if something's too hard, you'll just roll over and quit. Mm -hmm. There's people out there that we know that you know, don't want to be want to go to that next level. Or there's people that don't want to be pushed or just quit when it gets too rough. It's it's good to be pushed to those limits because then you you know it's not only just the physical aspect of playing sports, it's not only the social aspect of playing sports, it's the mental aspect of playing sports. Being able to get that take mental that extra, toughness, uh, yeah. be able to take stuff that is being thrown at you. you, you might seem like it's like the end of the world. You made a mistake, you get ripped apart, but then you you know you come back stronger. You get guided in what to do in these situations where. There's a lot of pressure. It, you know, it could be a football game. You're under a lot of pressure. You need to come together with your team and figure it out. 
and then all of a sudden you're 10 a couple years later you're in college you have a deadline at the project you think back to those lessons in high school when you were uh your team was had a couple players injured you need to put your heads together how do we overcome figure this? it out yeah you come up with new plays all of a sudden you get to your job your job you guys are in a rock and a hard place you know you come together you think about those lessons that you learned in high school sports so it I, all comes back it all gets tied back into it in the words of uh, in from my now pronounce you uh chuck and larry life's like a circle it it's, always a circle. Goes, it's a circle not a square, not a square. Or, it's a circle exactly so uh that's just i don't know just to wrap things up here that's what i think is just the important part of high school sports if you're putting these kids at home and you're not only making them extremely unhealthy because they're going to be sitting at home with their uh, Cheeto fingers, um, <laughs> but they're all, they're also going to be, you know, they, they aren't getting those, those hard, hard knocks of growing up those because mental reps. They're just, yeah, exactly. They're just stuck in their room watching uh, fucking Addison Ray dance around on TikTok, making that money while they're making no money and doing nothing with their lives. Watching people sleep. <laughs> watching people sleep, watching people get their house raided by the FBI, pulled into a lathe machine. It's terrible. Just normal stuff. Normal stuff. But uh, thank you, Dan, for coming on. And, of course. Uh, it's a pleasure as always. To the people, the, a new voice for all of you. You're so sick of hearing my voice. I'm, I'm glad I was able to give some, some more outside uh, knowledge, insight, and voices alone. The people's Jones. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just to spice it up a little bit. So... Uh, Thank you all for listening. Have a good one.